time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Have you made some mistakes when it comes to your retirement planning? Have you suffered perhaps a retirement planning setback? Well, on today's show, we're going to talk about bouncing back from some of those mistakes that you may have made at some point in time during the planning process, and not only how you can bounce back from a mistake, but uh, avoid one in the first place if you haven't made any mistakes, or at least put in plans so that you can avoid making mistakes again in the future. That's our main topic today. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller of Roadmap Financial Consulting, and uh, we are excited to chat with Glenn today about this topic because, Glenn, everybody loves a comeback story. And uh, I know that you've helped a lot of people uh, when they've come in to meet with you before that might have something in their past when it comes to their finances where they go, oops, might have made a mistake here. How can we recover? And you're there to help shepherd them through the process. Yeah, well, I'm a Walter, I mean, it, it, it happens, you know, I mean, it's life, people are imperfect. And you know, it's just like, and you, you always have those situations, you, you don't know what you don't know. And that's typically where you end up learning lessons, and sometimes they're tough lessons. But um, yeah, it, it's important to, you know, to not get, you know, overwhelmed by, you know, certain things that, that happen, you know, and it's just like, you got to like, okay, well, the past is the past. And where, you know, where do we go from here? And how do I, how do I get myself in the right place? Right. And it is, you know, starts with that, that, that overall attitude. And then, and then just, you know, doing some, doing some work to, to kind of figure out what's, what's going on and, you know, and, and how do you, you know, how do you, you know, sidestep, you know, those same kind of things happening and, you know, are you, are you vulnerable in other areas too? And, you know, and, and where, you know, where we can, you know, maybe, you know, help, you know, put up a, you know, some defense walls, if you will, to, to, you know, maybe not only just overcoming, you know, past mistakes, but, you know, helping to, you know, to, you know, to work in a way of putting a strategies together to, you know, to help avoid, you know, future, future mistakes that could potentially happen if you're, you know, maybe you're, maybe you're unaware of some of the exposures you may have to, to other things that are coming down the pike. And that's, that's part of that process that we work with, you know, people to get through. Well, speaking Speaking of that process, we've got a four-step plan that you can take to overcome retirement setbacks. We'll walk you through that process through today's show. So the first step when somebody's trying to assess, all right, I made this financial or this retirement planning mistake. Uh, you know, what do I do? How can I recover? First step is to determine the cause. We've we got to know where things went wrong to begin with, right, Glenn? Yeah, there's no doubt about it, Walter. You know, and I mean, you got it. You got to really just like, you know, and then sometimes it's hard to really look at. Right. Because it's like, number one, I mean, not many people like to admit that they've made mistakes. And then and then examining those mistakes is, you know, is, you know, can be quite humbling. Right. And so it's, you know, again, you got to kind of have that. It's like, OK, well, let's let's really look at it and see what what happened. You know, and, and some of the questions, you know, you, you ask is, is, you know, well, did you have, you know, enough information or, you know, what were, what was missing in that, you know, and then who were you consulting, you know, and was it, you know, did you get um, maybe not such good advice? Um, did you talk to the right people? Did you maybe, you know, have, you know, somebody, somebody who was, you know, giving you advice in an area that, you know, either they weren't licensed in or maybe that maybe their, their expertise is, in, you know, in a different area? You know, and, you know, and, and sometimes, it's, frankly, Walter, is just like, you know, maybe you maybe you dotted those I's and cross those T's. I mean, the vast majority of folks would, you know, would at least think they think they did dot the I's and cross the T's. That's why they move forward. And, you know, as 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 time goes on, I mean, you know, you, you tend to become more wise and, you know, and, and, you know, and going through difficult times sometimes makes you wiser. Right. And that just kind of is what it is. But there's sometimes where it's just, you know, it's just it's bad fortune, bad luck. Right. And then uh, some things you can't avoid. 
but you know it, it you know at the same time it you know again the, the more informed you are and you know and, and if you get you know you get a second opinion and you have somebody who's really skilled at you know and has the expertise and the you know and where you are in life in your financial life you know you're you know at least you're putting the odds in your favor if you know if you're if you're if you're you know seeking that kind of counsel and frankly i think it's a, a scenario where it's just like a, it's it's kind of like a, a, a you know a team a team effort right it's it's you and if you're married it's your spouse it's your you know it's your financial advisor you know and you know again checking making sure that where where their area of expertise is you know, do you, you know, do you have a, you know, a, a tax preparer or who, who, you know, do they give advice, you know, in terms of taxes or do they just, just prepare the returns? There's all of those kinds of things in play, but it's, you know, you, you kind of have to, you have to think in terms of, you know, where are you, you know, what resources do you have and, you know, and how, how have you structured your team to make sure that, you know, that you can take on the, the, you know, the, the things that could, ha- that could happen. And, you know, the, the, the more prepared you are there, you know, then, then you can kind of avoid, you know, future challenges. But again, I mean, it's just like kind of like stepping back and saying, okay, well, where did I make a mistake? And, and that's, that's not only true in finances, you know, and, or retirements, but, but it's, it's true just about anywhere. And, and, you know, if you can, if, if you've ever had something else happen, maybe it was a career choice or, you know, something else that happened, you know, in, in you know, in life, or you learned from a mistake, you can probably bring some of that same thought process that you got through that and you bring it to bring it to bear on, on your, on, on a financial situation, you know, where you, you maybe had a setback and you know, you're going to be, you're going to be more resourceful to be able to work through those, those issues because I think just about everybody's out there who's who's gone through some mistakes or had some something bad happen to them you know in, in life when they've made it through and there's been certain aha moments that they've that they've had and sometimes those things can can be applicable in other areas of your life and you know I think that you know oftentimes that can that can come into play with finances too. That's a great point. So determine that cause, first of all. Then we can look at a few other options. So one way to overcome an investment setback, I suppose, or a retirement planning setback, Glenn, would be to then increase our savings rate, right? If we need to make up for some lost dollars, we can then bear down and uh, make up some ground that way. Yeah, no, I mean, there's there's no question about that, Walter. I mean, at least that's a strategy, right? And then you know comes in the, it comes into question. I mean, can you do that, right? I mean, does your monthly budget allow for that? Oftentimes, you, you know, it does because you know sometimes certain situations you know will kind of you know change over time. For instance, like if you have you know kids you know that are in the household, or you know you maybe they've you know they've grown up and they've left you know, they've left maybe they've gone to college, but you know you have significantly you know more expenses you know when those you know and 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 they're you know as they're growing up and going through that but now when they get up when they graduate from college and whatnot you know hopefully they're in a they're in a different place and then you're not I've some 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 clients have said well the you know the kids aren't on the payroll anymore right whereas it's like you know you're you're able to you know have you know basically kind of reclaim some dollars that have been spoken for before and maybe that can help you go into a, a place where you can have an, an increase of savings rate you know and you know and then look into you know where are you going to position that you know, maybe there's more room in your 401k or your 403b and you know, make sure that that you're asking the right questions in terms of, you know, do you have, you know, do you have, you know, um, Roth options there? You know, can you, you know, are, are you able to, you know, or do you have some some of those uh, things to make sure that, you know, you're, you're trying to, you know, limit what those expenses might be, including what, you know, some, you know, hedges against, you know, future tax, you know, issues and, and tax rates that, that may go up, 
right? You, you, you kind of thinking about those as you're thinking about increasing your, you know, your savings rate because it's, you know, it matters where you're saving it to and then how the, how the money is going to be treated when it comes out of those particular vehicles that you're, that you're saving money to. So, but, you know, but certainly being able to increase that, that, that rate of savings can be dramatically helpful. And, you know, sometimes it's like I say, you know, maybe kids or maybe a mortgage got paid off or, or maybe, maybe everything's still the same, but maybe there's, there's, there's ways that you can trim some other things out of the budget, at least for a period of time to help you, you know, set some more money aside. You know, I mean, you'd be surprised when you start down that road of thinking about it, you know, it's, it, it's rare that I come across, you know, folks that they haven't found some things in their budget that, you know, it's just like, it's not even a scenario of necessarily tightening their belt. It's just being, you know, paying attention, right? Because it's like, there's certain things that, that maybe they're, they're paying for on a, on a regular basis that they, that they don't, you know, that, that they don't really need, you know I mean? You look at a cable bill or something, or, you know, just a variety of things. And you say, well, that's just a few dollars. Yeah. But if there's the, if there's, if it's there in the cable bill, then maybe it's over here is in another area too. And maybe there's two or three or four different places where it's just like, you know what, I, I wasn't paying attention. And all of a sudden you've got, you know, a few hundred dollars, you know, on a, on a monthly basis. And maybe that ends up translating into two, three, 5,000 or, you know, or more in a, in a year's time. Well, I mean, that, that's, that can be significant in terms of your, you know, of, of increasing your savings rate. And you didn't necessarily, you know, have to have to squeeze your lifestyle any tighter. It's just a matter of paying attention to where your money's going. It's actually a great point, Glenn. And not only can we increase that savings rate by saving more, but looking at the budget. And if you can trim a dollar saved, a dollar earned kind of mentality, uh, that can go a long way in helping. Now, if we don't have as much wiggle room to recover with from uh, those standpoints, either adding more savings or taking away from, uh, you know, what, what we're spending each month, uh, we can look at a little bit different strategy. And that would just be to kind of face the reality of the mistake and then recalibrating some goals. Another way to still make a plan work. This one might be a tougher pill to swallow than some of those temporary changes to maybe lifestyle that you were talking about a little bit earlier, but a recalibration of goals can still help us recover from that mistake too. No, I can, Walter. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a variety of things, right? I mean, and then you start thinking in terms of, you know, well, you know, what are your expenses? You dig a little deeper as to what we were just talking about, right? So, you know, there's is other things that you can possibly work a little, you know, a bit longer, right? You know, if you work a little bit longer, then it gives, you know, there's a couple things that, that go into play with that, right? Number one, you know, you're able to save more money, you know, for retirement. And if you've worked a little bit longer, then just by definition, that means that, you know, that you're going to have fewer years, you know, in the, in the future that you're going to have to draw retirement resources from and, you know, from those retirement accounts. So it's like, you know, if you're if you're able to put more in there and then you don't have to draw as much out, I mean, that you, you kind of got both sides of that equation working in your favor. You know, and that may not be the, you know, something that you're really looking forward to. And but then again, sometimes folks, it's like, you know what, I can work another year or I can work another couple of years, you know, and or, or maybe maybe you don't have to do it full time. Maybe it's just, you know, it's part time. You were thinking that you were going to fully retire. Well, maybe, you know, you got to kind of move to a semi retirement. You know, it, it's again, I mean, it, it, everybody's situation's a bit different, but, you know, there, there's there's ways of there's ways of looking at it, you know, in, in terms of a phased retirement. You know, there's also just like kind of looking at at lifestyle. You know, there's certain things that you know, folks say, you know what, you know, I've really kind of indulged myself on that. I could probably cut that back for a little while, and if I did that for a few years, and all of a sudden, you know, I've got I've got that much more money to be that I could that I could have put away and saved, and that can be a big you know big help. 
you know, possibly, you know, you know, downsizing the house, right? You know, a lot of folks have a lot of money tied up in their house or a lot of equity within their house, and they don't really think of it, you know, in those terms. You know, they're looking more at their retirement accounts or, you know, or, you know, and working and things like that. But, you know, it's kind of one of those, 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 those hidden assets. I mean, it's not necessarily hidden, but you don't necessarily think of it in terms of, well, I can use that for retirement, you know, or retirement, you know, retirement income or, or being able to reduce the expenses, you know, in retirement. Maybe it's, you know, it's eliminating a mortgage payment, or maybe it's like if you downsize, maybe there's less yard work, you know, or, or main, maintenance of a, of a house and, and whatnot. Maybe you have an older home, you know, and you move to a, a newer home, then it has, you know, less maintenance, you know, and, 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 and fewer dollars that have to go out to take care of it. I mean, there's, there's any number of things. It's just like, you know, it's, it's really just your imagination is kind of thinking about, well, what do I have in my life? And, you know, what are, what are some of those things that are draining, you know, some you know, money away that I could maybe redirect a little bit? You know, one of them may be, you know, vacations, right? It's, everybody likes to take a vacation, at least one vacation a year. Some people take more than that. Well, you know, maybe 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 you trim that a little bit. You know, maybe instead of taking a couple vacations in a year, maybe you take one, or maybe you take one every eighteen months or so. You know, or once every couple years instead of you know maybe you do a little bit nicer one by and you know kind of reward yourself by by being you know you know by by not taking as many. But you know it it it, it you know you, the overall the overall budget. You know, I mean, if you if you if you waited, you know, if you took one you know every eighteen months versus you know once a year, and you know you could even do a little but nicer one and yet at the same time you know end up spending less in the long run so i mean there's ways of looking at that type of budgeting too right i mean there, there's there's a like i say i mean it and the, we're just scratching the surface there's a lot of places that you can look but there's areas where you know money money drains out quickly and and you know we're, we're trying to touch on some of the larger ones that you know where it's like you know you you kind of don't even think about it it's like you say okay well we take the vacation and you don't think of that as your monthly budget so to speak you know it's a, I mean, it's a one-time expense every you know every few few months or every year or, or whatever the case may be but it's still it's still there it's still part of it and you you know you can kind of get a handle on that and and you know and, and maybe budget that a little bit differently and you know and think about it a little differently yeah, so it's uh, you know again it's 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 just it's just sitting down and realistically looking at it and having a heart to heart conversation with your you know your spouse or significant other if you're if you're you know if you're married you know and and just and and just you know looking at it and say hey you know we've got to recover from this and it's not the end of the world let's let's figure out how to get on the other side so that we can we can enjoy ourselves again instead of trying to you know do too much and then all of a sudden you feel like you're strapped the rest of your life it's like maybe you can just go through a few years of of you know of tightening the belt a little bit and then and then kind of get back on track if you will and then have the lifestyle that you wanted to have in retirement all good points, Glenn. So, so far we've talked about how to overcome retirement setbacks from the standpoint of determining your cause, uh, then another solution being increasing your savings rate, perhaps recalibrating some of those goals. And then last but not least, Glenn, we've got to get a real plan in place because the first mistake probably happened because there wasn't that real plan in place, right? Yeah, no, it's 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 critically important, Walter. Right? I mean, you you know, you really you know, you really got to know where you're going, right? And you're kind of thinking it, you know, thinking of it from the end, right? We talked we've talked about that, and you know, and and past things. It's like you know, where do you want to end up, you know, and then and then work your way backwards, right? And that's how you kind of put a plan together. It's like 
what do you need to have saved? Well, that that's kind of determined upon is like, well, how much income do you need? You know, and how much how much income can be produced with what you've saved? And, you know, and, and you know, well, what other resources do you have? Well, there's Social Security. A lot of people, you know, underestimate, you know, how much, you know, how much that can be worth, you know, particularly if you were able to, you know, position things in such a way that there's less or, or you know, or, or no taxation on, on, on those Social Security benefits, right? There's, you know, most people kind of think when they're in their, when they're in their accumulation years, it's about, you know, well, you know, their savings goals and whatnot and, and you know, and, and what, how much they're going to accumulate. And that's, that's a very large you know, important piece, but there's other, other things that are there and, you know, and, and some, some things that you, you would be surprised that there can be subtle differences, right? I mean, and so give you, know, if you delay your social security an extra year or two, or maybe, you know, and, and, and maybe you reposition part of this, you know, this, this IRA to a Roth IRA and, you know, and you manage, you know, you manage some, you know, tax brackets with, you know, with some tax aware planning and, you know, and, and, and repositioning things in, 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 in certain ways that all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know what, this plan is starting to, uh, to take shape and, and you're, you're able to do some things that you didn't necessarily think you could do or, or maybe you were just overwhelmed and you didn't even know where to start and, to, you know, where to, where to, you know, begin to think about putting that holistic plan together. You know, I mean, your, your a retirement plan is not just, you know, saving for retirement. You know, it's, it's being able to make that transition into living in retirement and, and how are you going to utilize the, those resources and those assets that you've, that you've accumulated over the years to give you that retirement lifestyle when you don't have those paychecks coming in from, you know, from your labor and your earned income. And, and, you know, and, and if you, you know, if you've got, if you've got any kind of account saved and you've, and you've worked all, you know, a number of years, I mean, then there's retirement, there's, there's pensions for some people, you know, it's just, it's, it's putting those pieces of those, of, of the puzzle together in an advantageous way. And it's, it's, if you have any experience in life at all, you know, that there's, you know, there's certain ways of doing things that turn out better than doing them other ways, you know, and probably a real graphic example is, is, you know, in, th- in thinking it's like maybe like a recipe, it's like if you were, if you were going to cook something or you were going to bake a cake, right? And you know what all the different ingredients are, but if you don't put them together in the, in the right sequence and order and in the, in the right proportions, it's probably not going to taste too good, right? But if you, if you put it together right and you follow that recipe, then, you know, it's, it's going to probably be a pretty good cake, right? And so it's, you know, it's kind of the same thing in retirement planning. It's, it's like you can have, all, you can have all, the, all the ingredients, but if they're not put together in the, in the best way, you know, there can be a lot of, you know, a lot of waste and, you know, and, and in there that, or, or paying out extra expenses and, you know, in taxes or for long-term care or different things, you know, just because you, it's like, hey, well, I, you know, you didn't, you didn't know what you didn't know. And, you know, you really want to get yourself informed and, and understand what your choices are and how you can plan so that you can, so you can basically build the best retirement, you know, and, and, you know, and have it be what you want it to be when, when, you know, when you actually arrive and, and then you, then you can have less worries about it because you know that that plan is in place. Yeah, I love that, Glenn, and it's a great outline of all of these different moving parts we've got to keep in mind, especially if we're recovering from some sort of retirement setback. So there's the plan, folks. Determine the cause, increase your savings rate if you can, recalibrate your goals if you can't, or if that also helps the the cause and the recovery, and then get that real plan in place so you can prevent future 
mistakes. And even if you haven't made a big mistake, you can jump to number four, get that real plan in place and prevent those uh, possible mistakes from happening in the future. If you've never been through a formal planning process, then don't hesitate to reach out to Glenn Mosseller at Roadmap Financial Consulting. You can do that by going to roadmapfinancial.com and click the free consultation button to schedule a time to visit either in person or remotely. Again, that's Roadmap Financial. You can also call Glenn and set up that time to chat at 336-291-3535. Again, that's 336-291-3535. Glenn, thanks for all the help on the show today and for filling us in on these great ways that we can recover from retirement setbacks. And we'll look forward to another new episode with you next week. All right, Walter. Take care now. Come back and join us for that, folks. We'll see you next time on the Retirement Roadmap. 